Today's show brought to you by Redcon1.com. That's right. Click the link at the bottom of the podcast app in which you are listening to this on. Check them out. Use promo code T20Cortimus. That's right. Redcon1.com. There's nothing special about being American. None of you can define for me what an American is. I am the nation. I was born on July 4th, 1776, and the Declaration of Independence is my birth certificate. The bloodlines of the world run in my veins because I offered freedom to the oppressed. I am many things and many people. I am the nation. I am 200 million living souls and the ghost of millions who have lived and died for me. I am Nathan Hale and Paul Revere. I stood at Lexington and fired the shot heard around the world. Washington, Jefferson, Patrick Henry, I'm John Paul Jones, the Green Mountain Boy, Davy Crockett, I'm Lee. Coming to you from the D-Tom Studios in the free state of Florida, sponsored by Maker's Mark Bourbon, this is Don't Tread on America. Don Q. How's everybody doing out there? Today is Wednesday, May 17th, 2023. All right. How's everybody doing out there today? I told you I'd be back two days in a row. What? What? Yeah, you're welcome, by the way. All right, I've got a show for you guys today. It's probably going to piss it. I would assume that if you listen to the show, you will not be pissed off. Um, and if you do get pissed off at this subject matter, then you're probably listening to the wrong show. Um, the glory of a self-funded podcast in which this is, I'm really not beholden to any sponsors as to what I can and cannot say. And uh, so what I'm about to talk about today is really going to, it's my opinion, and uh, it is what it is, right? So here we go. Before we get into all of that, let's get some of the business out of the way. Our other sponsor to the show is Christian Lawson Watches. Check them out at ChristianLawson.com. Use promo code DTOM at checkout to get 30% off your purchase price. Ladies, Father's Day is right around the corner. Hopefully, your husbands uh, or you know whatever the case may be, your baby daddies got you uh, a nice gift for Mother's Day so you can return the favor by getting them a nice watch handcrafted in London, England by the uh, makers at Christian Lawson Watches. Please go to ChristianLawson.com. Use promo code DTOM. Get 30% off. All right. I got to take a drink. Hold on. All right. So, what we're going to talk about today is stuff. Am I right? So, 
Well, the, the title of the show, I, I think, is what I'm going to title this, is Waking the Woke. Okay? So, this show is going to be my take on all of the things going on in recent memory of woke situations. Okay? One more thing before we get into all that. Please, whatever podcast app you're listening to this on, please subscribe to the show. Follow the show. And uh, it's free. I don't charge you. Like I said, this is a self-funded podcast. And I just want to bring you a real American, a real, Ameri- oh, real American's <laughs> take on situations. And hopefully you agree. And if you do, please make sure you share this with your friends, with your like-minded situations. And even people that uh, are on the fence about being like-minded. Follow us on social media at Don't Trade on America on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTokker. And if you're on the Twitter machine, that's DTOM underscore 1775. And if you're not on social media, that's fine. I don't blame you. You can check us out at DontTreadOnAmerica.com. All right. So, waking the woke. All right. So, today, if you guys did not know this, it's just coincidental that this is today. Um, <laughs> May 17th is International Day Against Homophobia, Transphobia, and Biphobia. So in celebration of that, and uh, the uh, it's, it's a day to create awareness about microaggressions against LGBTQIA+. I, I, okay, let's, before we get into this, LGB, okay, L, uh, lesbian, right, gay, bi, T is trans, right, queer, Okay, what the fuck is I, A, and plus? And furthermore, if plus means whoever else, okay, so I, I really, I'm, I'm pleading ignorance. Okay, so to me, isn't, doesn't gay kind of cover everything there? I mean, am I, am I wrong? Like I said, I'm a plead ignorance. And if, and if you're going to do anything, couldn't you just put gay plus? Okay, so here's my take on the 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 alphabet soup here of, of abbreviations. Okay, lesbians are gay. Okay, bisexuals. I'm sorry if you're bi, you're gay. If you're a dude that sleeps with women, but hey, I also sleep with guys. You're gay. There's no bi about it. You're gay. If you're a trans, okay. So if I'm a man who wants to be a woman, okay. So I'm a dude. Who wants to get his penis chopped off and be a chick, right? I want to be a chick dude. So that would entail me being a biological man, now a quote-unquote woman, and I'm dating men, right? So I'm a man, technically, dating men. I'm gay, okay? Queer, uh, I always thought queer was gay. I mean, what was that show way back in the day? Queer Eye for the whatever straight guy or something like that? Wasn't it a bunch of gay... I mean, I really almost said another word there that probably would (laughs) really offend people, but whatever. But wasn't that a bunch of gay guys being gay and so queer is gay, right? I have no idea what the I and the A stand for. I really don't. I I don't have a clue. Why the need for all the letters? Can't we just call them the gay community? Doesn't that kind of cover everything? Anyway. So anyway, on this International Day Against <laughs> Homophobia, Transphobia, and Biphobia, we're about to get very uh, microaggressioned against these people. 
And and here's my reasoning. Okay, I have no problem. Okay, I guess I should preference all of this by saying this. I know gay people. Okay, I don't personally know any, as far as I know, I guess I should say, I don't know any trans people. And uh, I don't offhand know of any bi people that I'm that I know of personally. But here's the deal. I have no problem with any of that. If you want to be a dude to get your dick chopped off and become a chick, your problem. Okay, I don't care. It doesn't affect me. I don't care. If you're a uh, you know a lesbian, you want to be with women. Once again, doesn't concern me. I don't care. If you're a dude that wants to date women and fuck dudes on the side, once again, don't care. It's not my business. The only time I might be a little concerned if it's someone in my direct family, like if it's my kids, my grandkids, something along those lines, I might be a little bit more pissed off about it. And um, so with that being said, I, I really don't care. Okay, but here's here's the problem, and this is where we're at in this world. I don't know that this is a world problem, if this is an America problem. I know for, for a matter of fact that these people want to talk about gays for Ukraine and gays for this and gays for that. And there was a thing on Twitter where this lady was like, oh, if a Muslim doctor didn't want to treat you because you're a Christian, what would you say? That, you know, and, and she was referring to the DeSantis thing that he just signed, and I'm going to play that here in a second. And I said, <laughs> I said, you guys just make shit up all, as you go. You don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. Number one, if you're gay and a Muslim doctor would probably want to stone you to death. So there's that. You guys want to be so inclusive of everybody and think everyone loves gay people. Well, I'm here to tell you, the United States of America is the most diverse and inclusive country in the world. You take that shit to the Middle East, see how far you get. You take that shit to Ukraine, see how far you get. China, Japan, and let's even not even talk about crazy countries like China and Russia and whoever. Let's talk about Japan. Let's talk about certain countries in, I don't know, of Europe, man, England and France. They might be all about it, but I'm just saying... It's not as worldwide inclusive as you want to believe it is. Okay? So let's stop with the bullshit, number one. Number two, <laughs> this whole international day against homophobia, blah, blah, blah. Okay? So I, I do agree in the fact that we shouldn't go out and bash these people. Now, I will reiterate that by saying that I don't need it in my face either. I don't need to see a trans whatever march, a, a homophobia march. I don't need to see gay pride parades. I don't need to see that. Because here's the way I look at it. If you if you have, when is gay pride month? Like in June or July or something? It's coming up pretty soon. So we're having a gay day today and then we have gay month next month or whenever it is. So you're going to have all this gay pride stuff and all this and parades and all this bullshit. I don't need to see that. I don't care to see that. And it's your right to do that. If the city that you live in or wherever you're at gives you the opportunity to have a gay parade, then so be it. I don't have to go. I get it. But <laughs> let me put it like this. 
if the Ku Klux Klan came to town, okay, and they wanted to have a white march, a Ku Klux Klan, you, everyone would be losing their ever-loving mind. Rightly so. Once again, if the city says the Ku Klux Klan is more than welcome to have a parade, then you don't have to go. Right? It's just to the point where I'm tired of us picking sides. We have to we have to let the gays and whatever do their thing. We have to let the black people do their thing. We have to let the Latinos have their days. But God forbid you mention a white only day or a white only parade, you're racist. If I don't go to the gay parade, I'm homophobic. If I don't go to the black parade, I'm racist. You know what I'm saying? It's like I'm just sick and tired of all the ideology. If I'm white and I don't want to go to your shit, if I'm a white, married, male, Christian male, whatever the terminology you want to use, and I don't want to go to your stuff, I don't have to go. Okay? It's it's simple as that. I don't care that you guys are the way you are. If you want to be gay, you want to be trans, you want to be whatever, cool. Your deal. I don't need to see it. And furthermore companies out there and we're not just going to talk about beer companies today you don't need to advertise it because it's kind of like uh know your audience right and uh, it's just it's a simple situation of of i'm tired and i'm sure a lot of america feels this way i talked about this a couple weeks ago we worry about such a small percentage of the population, the gay whatever community is a small percentage. There's 330-some-odd million people in this country. When we're talking about America, I don't know about the rest of the country, uh, the rest of the world we're talking about here. I, I think it was 8% of the population identifies as one of these situations. So out of 330-something million people, we're worried about Two and a half million. Even if you round up and say three million. Why? Why is it so important? It's almost like it's a push to do this. And this push is uh, is centered around kids and young adults. Now I'm going to play this. This is from DeSantis earlier today. You have a movement amongst, I would say, rogue elements of the medical establishment uh, to do things that uh, is basically the mutilation of minors. I mean, they're trying to do sex change operations on minors, giving them things like puberty blockers and doing things that are irreversible uh, to them. And that is not based on science. Uh, that is not based on evidence. In fact, you have had countries that have tried to do this in Europe and they recognize this was very harmful. And so now they don't do it, places like Sweden. And yet here in the United States, you have a very, um, I would say, ideologically charged small group of folks within medicine that are really pushing these types of procedures on minors. Uh, we think that that is wrong. In Florida last year, we took action so that uh, no physician that does those procedures are going to be able to keep their medical license. So that's gone if you do this, which is great.
But when we do do the SB 254, he said, uh, this will permanent outlaw the mutilation of minors. Uh, it will outlaw the surgical procedures and experimental puberty blockers for minors. It will also require any adults receiving these surgeries to be informed about the irreversible nature and about the dangers of the procedures. Uh, it will give Florida courts temporary jurisdiction to intervene and halt procedures for out-of-state children. Uh, you have actually some states in this country that want to be a haven for these types of procedures and even welcome minors without their parents' consent into some of their jurisdiction. We're obviously doing the opposite here. And I think this, is, this provision is important. This is going to create a way to recover damages for injury or death resulting from mutilating surgeries or these experimental puberty blockers that are given to a minor. So, <clears throat> essentially, and I, and I agree with this. Okay, so in, in Florida, I don't know how it is in other states, but in the state of Florida, a minor ca cannot get a tattoo without parental consent. Or, yeah. So, if your daughter, son, whatever wants to get a tattoo, you have to be there. You have to sign off on that. Now, I would assume these surgeries he's talking about prior to this legislation, uh, if you want to get little Johnny's dick cut off, you would have to sign up. I mean, if little Johnny was getting his tonsils taken out, you have to sign a permission slip, right? So I would assume if little Johnny's getting his dick cut off and put on pu pu uh, puberty blockers, you'd have to sign something, right? And they're making that a legal period. You can't do that period. Now, you can have the arguments, you can fight, you can say whatever. Here's the deal. Kids do not know what the hell they want. Parents have to start being parents and stop saying, a little Johnny, 10-year-old, 12-whatever-year-old Johnny wants to be a girl. Okay, maybe Johnny, whatever. Let Johnny work it out in the next eight, however many years till he turns 18 and make that decision on his own. You know, you have kids. I want to be Superman. I want to be a dog. I want to be a, you know, we, what are we doing here? We can't just allow kids to do whatever the fuck they want because they feel some sort of way. And then you have to ask the question, where does this stem from? Like, when I was a kid, I don't recall, <laughs> I don't recall boys saying they wanted to be girls and girls saying they wanted to be boys. Now, granted, you had girls that were like tomboys you know they played softball they did certain things and they were real tomboyish doesn't mean they were gay maybe they turned out to be gay i don't know that doesn't mean that because little Susie is a tomboy that she wants to be a boy and then little johnny doesn't like sports and is a little more feminine likes to help mom in the kitchen that doesn't mean little johnny wants to be a girl let these kids grow up and make their own choices in life. Let's quit just reacting to things. So as the woke train continues, right, we, we're going to talk about beer companies. Okay, so real quick. This was off of Jesse Waters um, last night. Now, what he's what we're going to talk about here is Sports Illustrated. <laughs> and I'll, I'll jump into that also. Um... And then he's going to talk about a Miller Lite commercial that's actually about a month or so old. And uh, just listen to what he has to say, and I'll be here Remember on the backside. Remember the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition actually meant something? He makes a lot of good points it here. It was a big event. 
Kids would line up, waiting for it to come in the mail, going to 7-Eleven. Not me. I was much more civilized. I did. It launched Kate Upton's career, made Tyra Banks a legend. Those days are gone. This year, Sports Illustrated put a transgender model on the cover. Yeah. Kim Petrus, she was born a man and um, removed it at 17. And the reason I want to talk about the tran- the uh, Sports Illustrated Remember thing is is about the Miller Lite commercial. Plus-sized model on the cover. This year, hold my beer. We're putting a transgender model on the cover. Speaking of beer, do you remember commercials like these? Girls fighting in the water. Oh, yeah. Cat fight. I used to love this commercial. In the twins. It was simple. Men like beer, men like women in bikinis. Men like those commercials, and then they bought the beer. Everybody wins. But now the beer industry feels the need to apologize. They want you to feel bad for liking twins. Here's that Miller Lite commercial. Here's a recent commercial for Miller Lite. Look at this Wild. It's time beer made it up to women. So today, Miller Lite is on a mission to clean up not just their but the whole beer industry's Miller Lite has been scouring the internet for all this and buying it back so that they can turn it into good for women brewers. First, we turn the bad into compost. Then we feed compost to worms. Push out beautiful fertilizer. That good helps farmers grow quality hops. But there's definitely more out there. In your attic, in the garage, in your parents' basement. Send any you got into Miller Lite and they'll turn that into good too. You hear that, America? Those commercials with pretty girls were bad. And you're bad for liking them. I mean, I don't care who brews my beer. Mexicans, women, Germans, trans. Pour it down my throat and stop preaching to me. So, here's the issue. Okay, so, the girl in the Miller Lite commercial talking about, you know, how back in the day, the beer companies, not just Miller Lite, but all the beer companies, uh, focused on women, like he was saying, women in men drink beer, women in bikinis sell beer, men like women in bikinis, Boom, right? Know your audience. Horny-ass fucking dudes, right? It's simple. It's simple. And if you don't want to go down that road of subjecting women, you could be like Yingling, for example, and just be an American fucking beer. Okay? Yingling, it's an odd name. It's an American beer. Made in Pennsylvania. I mean, it's made in Florida, too, but that's beside the point. My point is, it's it's an American beer, like Budweiser and Miller and whatever. So, in the in the commercial, she's talking about how beer subjugated women to sell beer, right? So, in the meantime, you could go in the same situation as Sports Illustrated, the swimsuit issue, for however many years that's been around, how it subjugated women to sell magazines. I would assume that... The Sports Illustrated uh, swimsuit issue, for however long it's been around, for every year, I would assume it's their top-selling subscription. That year, that that month or whatever it is, is they probably sell the most magazines that month. Um, because a lot of times, you know, the, it's a monthly periodical, right, or whatever it's called. So... You know, each month it might not have something to do that everyone wants to talk about, but the swimsuit ever issue everyone wants to talk about, at least dudes. So we 
we can't subjugate women in bikinis or whatever to sell stuff, but we can subjugate men that had their junk cut off to become women, and we can still put them in bikinis and subjugate them. We could talk about Dylan Mulvaney, Mulvaney, whatever, and the Bud Light situation, but also he did Nike commercials where he was wearing women's Nike gear, workout gear, sports brawls and whatever. So is that subjugating women? And furthermore, women... They go to the gym, and you're looking at your ass, and you're looking in the mirror, and you're like, oh, look at my ass. And it's like, you know, half the time, I swear to God, I want to go up to some of these girls and be like, it looks fine, sweetie. Get, let's get to work here. But did this stuff not work back in the 80s, in the early 90s, and when they did these commercials? Was Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Issue not their most selling of that of every year? Yeah, why? Why is that? Because dudes want to see chicks half naked. Period. Now, you'll see on Twitter, you'll see on social media, well, you know, back in the day, Bud Light did a transvestite commercial with dudes pretending to be women to get beer. You guys are missing the point. (laughs) That particular commercial was, if I recall correctly, it was a ladies' night situation. So it was like, oh, it's free beer for the ladies at such and such gala. So you had a bunch of dudes dress up as women to get free fucking beer. Ha ha, that's a joke. These things aren't jokes. It's kind of like Booze and Buddies. Remember that show back in the days, early early 80s, with uh, Tom Hanks and Peter Scaleri, I think was his name? <clears throat> yeah, I pulled that one out of my ass. <laughs> you know, two guys dressed up as women to be able to live in this uh, women's only apartment building because the rent was cheap and so on and so forth. And, um, haha, these are jokes. But I guess you could probably say maybe it was trying to normalize predictive programming, whatever you want to call it. Maybe, I don't know. I think the Budweiser commercial back in the day that this, if you guys can recall, was a joke. It was a joke because they're giving free beer to women, so let's dress up like women to get free beer. Period. Haha. I would do that shit. Yeah, that's fucking cool. You know, ha, that's what we do. Guys are funny. But the <clears throat> the thing about this Dylan Mulvaney character is I have something here, and I'm trying to pause it, and it won't pause. There it is. So I guess he, she, whatever was on a, I don't know if the Today Show, it wasn't Today Show, but it was like a Today Online show, whatever, and um, this was after the Bud Light controversy. So <laughs> he's in a conversation about having kids and being a mother. On one day, that's going to be a passion for me. I think seeing a trans woman as a well, mom is going to be very important. That's just absurd. You are a biological male. You can't get pregnant. Crickets. Crickets. Lock that motherfucker right the hell up. Because <laughs> signal lost. We'll be back soon. That's what it says. I'm not lying to you. So he's on a panel with a with this guy and two other women, and he's talking about oh it'd be such a great when I when transgender woman can be a mom, and the two ladies are like oh yeah that would be so great oh they're like oh, and the dude's like that's absurd you're a fucking dude you can't have a have a kid, and they all were like what the fuck just happened, and is he wrong now I don't know this guy, but I guarantee you he's gonna get fucking. Locked out. 
Um, so what's going to happen? Right? Budweiser is reeling from that whole situation from, what was that, last month? Six, four, five, six weeks ago? For the fifth straight week, Bud Light sales plummet as customers react to the Mulvaney partnership. Sales for Bud Light continue to plummet for more than one month after the beer's brand partnership with self-identified transgender social media influence, influencer Dylan Mulvaney. Retail data from Bump Data from Bump Williams Consulting and Nielsen IQ indicated the sales for the brew declined 26 or 23.6 percent in the week ending May 6 relative to the same period last year. Slightly worse outcome than 23.3. Um, and as as you, I'm just kind of scrolling through here. Other brands marketed by Anheuser Busch, multinational conglomerate which owns Bud Light have also experienced massive declines during the weeks ending in April 29th and May 6th. Budweiser sales have respectively falling 11% and 10%. Mick Ultra has fallen 4 and 3%. Uh, Natural Light has fallen 5 and 2.5%. So, now, the Miller Light commercial that they talked about was like a month or so ago. I, I don't even recall seeing that commercial, so it's just kind of coming to light again because of this Bud Light situation. And when this Bud Light stuff came out, I believe I told you guys, <laughs> drink Yingling. I'm not sponsored by Yingling, okay? But I'm here to tell you, and I don't drink a lot of beer, but Yingling is a damn good beer. Yingling Light might even be better than their Yingling regular beer. I'm not lying to you when I tell you that. Yingling Flight is a very good beer. I, If I had a choice of the three, I'm drinking Yingling Light. Okay? Yingling, their lager, their regular beer, is a heavy beer. It's a lager, it's, it's, but it's fucking good beer. Okay? And here's the thing. Here's the misnomer of Yingling beer. It's expensive. People buy Bud Light, Natural Light, Bush Light, Coors Light, because it's cheap, right? That's the, that's the misnomer. I drink that because it's cheap. Okay? Okay, I out of curiosity, I was in my local grocery store. Okay, I live in public and I live in Publix. I live in Florida, so obviously I'm shopping at Publix. Okay? Now, I looked at four beers. Okay? These four beers were all in bottles, glass bottle, cuz that's <laughs> If you're not going to get a draft, that's the only way to drink beer is in a glass bottle. Fuck you and your cans. Okay, I'm sorry. Beer in a glass bottle. If you can't afford a keg system, beer in a glass bottle is the only way to drink it. Period. Point blank. That's it. Glass bottle. Anyway. So, I looked at Yingling Light, Bush Light, Bud Light, and Miller Light. Okay? You're four, well... I don't know how popular Yingling Light is versus the others, but Miller Light, Bush Light, Bud Light, very popular beers, right? We can agree on that. So if I told you of those four beers, which was the cheapest for a 24-pack of bottles, all four beers came in glass bottles, which was the cheapest? At the time I looked at this, which was last week, none of them were on sale, full price, the Bush, Bud, and Miller Lite beers were twenty five ninety nine 
for a 24-pack. Yingling Light, $25.89. 10 cents cheaper <laughs> than the other three beers. And I would be willing to bet a far superior beer to those other three. Prove me that I'm wrong. I'm telling you right now, guys. If you're a beer drinker and you are a Bud Light or a Bush Light or a Miller Light or Coors Light or whatever the case may be. Actually, that's what it was. It was Bud Light, Coors Light, Miller Light. It wasn't Bush Light, but nonetheless. If you're a drinker of these beers, try Yingling Light. They're not a sponsor. I'm not getting paid to tell you this because if I was... If I was going to tell you to drink anything, it'd be bourbon, right? It'd be, go get you some Maker's Mark bourbon. <laughs> Oddly enough, I'm going to give you some numbers here. But I looked this up out of curiosity. Do you know what the most manly drink is to drink? The most manly drink? If you're going to drink a drink as a fucking man, it's a whiskey sour. And then the next nine drinks after that, all had whiskey involved. So, vis a vis, the most manly liquid to put in your body is whiskey, bourbon, whatever you want to call it. Quit being a pussy and drinking beer and drink you some whiskey. There is a time and a place for beer. Don't get me wrong. You get done mowing the yard, you're working out in the yard, it's hot, drink you a couple beers. I get it. So, why such a big deal about these situations? So, yeah, Miller Lite bashing men, talking about how they subjugated women for however many years to sell beer. And we want to buy that shit back. And then you got a wannabe transvestite selling beer. Why is that a big deal? Like I said, know your audience. Okay? So, of all beer sold, okay? So, regular light, malt, ice, imported Non-alcohol, which is stupid because that's dumb. That's like drinking non-alcoholic whiskey. Why? Anyway. Um, white people, in general, doesn't specify men or women, uh, combined for 157 million people drinking beer of some sort. Black is 23 million. Asians, uh, we'll call it 8%. Or, I'm sorry, 8 million. Hispanics, 22 million. So, all in all, all races, around 200 million people drink beer. Okay? Now, if you break that down to men, women, I'm not going to worry about the age groups. Although, probably somewhat important. So, like, if you're, if you're focused on transgender and, and women empowerment, you're looking at the younger age group, which, oddly enough, total light beer uh, 8% of people 21 to 24 drink light beer, period. So your your target range is uh, in the 40-year-old 40, 40 range. Now, most of those people don't care about your politics and your gender identity, but you're subjugating almost 50% of the beer-drinking public to your bullshit. But more importantly... Bud Light, 60% of the people that drink your beer are men. 39% are female. Miller Light, 61% of your part of your people that buy your beer 
are men. Know your audience. If you're going to make a commercial <laughs> sitting there how telling you how shitty men are and that men ruin the beer industry and, and subjugated women to sell your beer, well, no fucking shit. 61% of the people that buy your fucking beer are men. Now you're bashing them. You might as well put Drink Yingling on the bottom of their fucking commercial. Bud Light, you're going to have a fucking transvestite trying to sell your beer. Men don't want to see that shit. Okay? That's why your sales are down 24 fucking percent. Think about it. It's so bad they're having to bribe these distributors to make sure they're staying on board. It's it's not it's not a pretty picture. Okay? And then, you know, you have the the whole Sports Illustrated thing. I think there's um what's it? Kim Petrus is the person the transgender, whatever. And it's like, why? Why? Your your whole point of the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue, the whole purpose of that magazine is to sell to fucking dudes. Not, not gays, not lesbians, not whatever, not transvestites. I would be curious to know how many of these magazines they end up selling versus like last year's swimsuit edition. Just out of curiosity, I would love to know the numbers when that comes out. Because who gives a fucking shit about this? If I'm a dude, I don't even buy Sports Illustrated. But if I was a dude and I can't, oh shit, I can't wait for the swimsuit edition to come out. See all them fucking women and all them titties and ass. Oh, hell yeah. It's a fucking dude? Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, I guess I'm not buying that magazine. And then I think the opposite, you can get a an edition with Martha Stewart on, on the cover. So I can either get a transvestite swimsuit model or an 81-year-old fucking old-ass lady swimsuit. Now, I will say this about Martha Stewart. They must have airbrushed the fucking shit out of her pictures because she really doesn't look that bad for 80-fucking-one years old. But regardless, you're focusing on a minute population that wants to see an 81-year-old fucking lady on the cover of the swimsuit edition or a dude chick. How many of those magazines are you going to sell? I would venture to guess it's probably very little. And then there's Target. I don't know if you guys shop at Target, if you go to Target, if you even have a Target. I personally don't care to go into Target, but... My wife the other day wanted to go into Target. So I was like, let's go into Target, whatever. As soon as you walk in the fucking door. So, in the Target by my house, you walk in. You know, you have the shopping carts. There's like a little uh, cart rail, you know, like a section there where they have like their promos or whatever. And then they have like a dollar section, whatever it is. And then they have this corner where the where you get into the clothing area. And it's like their theme, I guess, for the month or whatever it is. And it's hashtag take pride. It's all fucking rainbows. And uh, I was like, what in the fuck is this shit? You know, now me and my wife are in there with our granddaughters, 11 and 6. Well, about to be 11, whatever. And six-year-old granddaughters. Okay? We just kept walking. I, was, I wasn't very happy. If it wasn't for the fact that they were looking for something in particular in the store, I would have been like, let's get the fuck out of here. <sighs> Know your audience, guys. Here's the kicker about that shit. 
is most of the clothing and the stuff there was focused for babies and children. It wasn't like it was all adult clothing. There was some. But a lot of it was for kids. Why? Why? Why are we doing this? What is the fucking point to all of this? Are we trying to depopulate the world by having a bunch of gays and transvestites and whoever and whatever is not being able to reproduce? I did the show the other day, yesterday as a matter of fact, talking about being a man. The purpose of a man is to protect your family and reproduce, to create. Then you're a man, you fucking marry a woman, you have a family, and then they're subjugated to this bullshit. What are we fucking doing? It's, it's getting out of control. So, I don't know if you guys heard this story. So, there's a Florida teacher. She is under investigation for showing a Disney film in class. Now, you can ask the question, why? So, here's the teacher. Uh, her name is Susie Johnson. I don't know. It doesn't say. But um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play. This is off of... Um, CNN, so you hear the anchors, uh, the, the lady's name is uh, Jenna Barbie, uh, doesn't, well, whatever. Um, so listen to what they have to say. And Jenna, you've said you feel that this is a targeted attack. What do you mean when you say that? Um, this, that same school board member is currently going around right now trying to, well, along with, you know, the whole, what DeSantis is doing, trying to get rid of all basically diversity elements out of schools completely. Like they're trying to strip individuality and diversity to fit one common agenda and it's ruining everything. It's not what America stands for. Okay. I'm going to interrupt her. Number one. Yeah. We're ruining diversity. We're taking diversity out of school because there's no point. White kids, black kids, Chinese kids, Asian kids, Hispanic kids, whatever, all get to go to school. The point of school is what? To learn how to read, to learn how to write, to learn arithmetic, science, history. It's not to learn about gay and if you're a dude that wants to be a chick and if you're a chick that wants to be a dude. And it's not about that. Fuck your diversity plan. Teach the fucking kids how to read a goddamn book and how to do some fucking math okay i think let's let our viewers listen to what that parent said um that complained uh, about you doing this in in a recent school board meeting here it is it is not a teacher's job to impose their beliefs upon a child religious sexual orientation gender identity any of the above but allowing movies such as this assist teachers in opening a door and please hear me they assist teachers in opening a door for conversations that have no place in our classrooms. We had played that for the viewers in the introduction, but I just want to give you a chance to respond. Yeah, so that's what she's missing and what these parents are missing is they're not in the school system. That that just shows me that she's ignorant and has not come and volunteered at all. Because our She's ignorant because she doesn't want her kids to see a, a Disney movie involving a gay character? 
these conversations, Fifth these doors, they're open. These students have one-to-one -one devices. The amount of things that they're able to pull up that we have to shut down, they, they, these conversations, these doors that she's talking about, that's telling, telling me I'm stripping her rights as a parent, those rights are gone when your child's in the public school system because there are students talking about these things. It's where they get 90% of their socialization for the day. And we can't shut down every conversation every child has. I can guarantee you that there's not fifth graders talking about being gay and having sex with dudes and chicks. And these are 10-year-olds. When I was 10, did I give a shit? Girls, ugh. I want to play with my buddies and go play G.I. Joe and go ride my bike and ride my skateboard. <laughs> what is the movie in question? Okay, so this is from the local news. This is out of Tampa Bay. So... The Hernando County School District Department of Professional Standards investigating fifth grade teachers showed a Disney movie called Strange World in class. Jenna Barbie teaches at Winding Waters K-8 through and says she originally thought the movie was appropriate for students since she uh, to watch since it's rated PG. Important, PG. Despite the rating, school district policy states all movies must get approval from school leadership before they can be viewed by students. Okay, I was showing the movie to my students about Earth because of our current lessons in science. The movie has nothing to do with Earth. The movie is about a fictional land. Has nothing to do with science or Earth. <laughs> Disney depiction of the film states the movie is about family explorers trying to save their world from a strange power outage. What does that got to do with anything? What does that got to do with the price of tea in China? Right. The film features a gay teenager which is a spark to controversy for parent Hernando Scanny uh, school board member Sharon Rodriguez. That was the, the movie, the clip you just heard. Rodriguez reported Barbie to the Florida Department of Education, showing the film without permission. During a school board meeting, Barbie admitted she made a mistake, but not seeking to uh, approval, but she didn't think the film would cause controversy. Here's the thing. If you're a teacher in the state of Florida, and if you're a teacher in this particular area, and your county's board says you have to have permission to show any movies in class. You know this as a teacher. Surely it's in a code of conduct. Surely you signed something saying that, yes, I will get permission from my principal, from whoever, before I show movies in the classroom. If you didn't do that, you have to ask yourself, or you shouldn't ask yourself, but I'm going to ask you why. Why didn't you? You know you have to have permission to show these movies. Why wouldn't you get the permission? Because, because you knew there was subjugated ideas in this movie that probably would have gotten you shut down, but you wanted to show it anyway. Why is it a big deal? Okay, so there's a gay character in the movie. I I don't know. This is this is from the New York Post. Let me see if I can. The new animated movie Strange World is underperforming. This is from. I think this is from last year. Yeah, December of last, this past year. It is underperforming in the box office. It is estimated to lose $147 million. The film also features its first openly LGBTQ plus teenage Disney character who discusses, discusses his crush in the movie. Uh, film critic, author Christian Toto, not from the band, said the filming uh, bombing Hollywood isn't doesn't fully grasp the go woke go broke mantra. Talking to Fox News Digital, he added, in some cases, parents are avoiding content with sexual conversations, blah, blah, blah. Here's why it's a big deal. You don't need 10-year-olds 
seeing a movie that's PG. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but PG, you have to be as parental guidance. Parental guidance. Not teacher guidance. Not school guidance. Parental guidance. You, Jenna Barbie, are not these kids' parents. As much as you might think you are, teachers are not the fucking parents. Okay? The parents are the parents. Now, we think of PG movies like, okay, it's PG, whatever. Okay, if it was G-rated, you probably would have been okay because G is general audience, right? PG, parental guidance. So, in essence, you should have asked permission, number one, and then maybe made a deal, do permission slips, if uh, we're going to show the movie Strange World, um, blah, 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 do you want little Susie and Johnny to see it, yes or no, if not, we can put them in the lunchroom, whatever, whatever. But no, you chose not to do those things because you knew about this. Know your audience. Now, I would assume the classroom had 20, 30 kids in it. Most of those kids probably gave two shits. You had a situation where one of these kids, at least, went home to mom and said, we watched this movie and had this gay teenager and it was weird and he liked the other dude and da-da-da. Starts asking a shit ton of questions. It's not your responsibility as a teacher to show these movies. Period. It's not your job. Teach them whatever you're, whatever, whatever you're supposed to be teaching them. You're not supposed to be teaching them about diversity and inclusion and gay and trans and all that bullshit. You're supposed to teach them <laughs> the basics. Reading, writing, arithmetic, science. Teach them science. What is mm, science? Let's see, science. Male is a male. Female is a female. There's you some science. Teach that. Men cannot have babies. Teach that. No, no, we can't do that because that's not inclusive. And it's it's hateful and it's mean and it's cold. And we can't do that to these people. Fuck that shit. These are children. They are not your children. You are paid a wage to teach them. If you don't want to teach them what you're supposed to teach them, get the fuck out of the job. Find something else to do. Period. No one's holding a gun to your head making you be a teacher. This isn't China. Leave. Go find you another fucking job. Simple. Period. Point. And blank. Okay. One more thing I want to touch on. So, speaking of woke, we can... Go down the woke road here. Uh, New York City, this just in, is tired of being a sanctuary city. <laughs> oh no, who knew? Who knew that being a sanctuary city? Think I'll, you know, we'll be a sanctuary city for all these illegals and these immigrants and these people. The what do they call them? Asylum seekers. Knowing they're never going to make it to New York. Oh wait, fuck, they're here. <laughs> Mayor Eric Adam pleads with the judge to revisit New York City sanctuary city law amid illegal immigration surge. We have reached our limit, he says. They're kicking homeless veterans out of hot, uh, out of hotels for these people. Here's an idea: send them the fuck back home. Period. Not to Texas, not to Florida, not to Louisiana, not to New York, not to Oregon, 
Send them back to Honduras, Mexico, Guatemala, where the fuck they're from. Who cares? Send them the fuck back home. But I, I just think it's funny now how these sanctuary cities are getting bombarded by their sanctuary members. And we can't handle it. It's too much to handle. Obviously, New York can't handle shit. So we talked yesterday about the uh, Daniel Penny situation, Jordan Neely, right? And I started thinking about this after the fact, obviously. That's what I do. So I wanted to bring it up today since it was fresh in our memory. So a lot of people are like, okay, well, Jordan Neely had 40-some-odd arrest, and he hit a woman, and he did this, and he did that. And okay, and I said yesterday... There's probably a lot of people on this train who know Jordan Neely. Probably don't know him personally. They don't hang out and have a beer. But they know of him. Right? So you probably had people on that train who were scared of him. He's obviously attacked in the past. So why wouldn't he attack in the present? And then I started thinking, well, Daniel Penny might not have known this guy from Adam. But he knew that other people were scared of him, of Jordan Neely. Why were they scared of him? Because of the things he was saying. Were they scared of him because they know his past, or were they scared of him because of what he was saying? Whatever. You look at the things he was saying. I'm not afraid to die. I'm not afraid of this. I just, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. Well, here's the problem. These people in New York, violence in the subway system in New York is rampant. People getting pushed onto onto the tracks. People getting sucker punched. There was a lady who was beaten, her eye just beaten to a pulp. Like she'll never see out of her left eye, or I think it was her right eye again. Right? You had another guy stabbed with an ice pick who survived initially the stabbing, just died today from infections from the stabbing. Not from the stabbing necessarily itself, but the ice pick was dirty, obviously, and he got an infection from the ice pick, died. How many people are dying or being severely injured in these subway attacks? If, if you live in New York or you live in these other cities that have trains and subways and that's how you get around, most of these cities... And you guys know more than I do. I live in a rural part. I mean, I, it's not like I live out in the sticks, but like the city I live in, we have bus transport. But, uh, you know, I've been to New York. I've been to Chicago. I've been to these places, Boston. Most of the people get around by train, by the subway, by whatever you want to call it. Okay? Most people don't have cars because it's just easier to hop the train, Right? So if you are on the train every day, twice a day, three times a day, however many times, you see situations like this. We talked, what was it, a year or so ago where the guy, I can't recall his name, shot up a subway car in New York. You see this every day. And living in Florida, I see it on the news every day. God only knows what you, what you see in New York if you live in the city of New York. It's probably a daily barrage of another attack in the subway, another attack in the subway, another attack. Old lady was attacked. Old man was attacked. Asian woman was attacked. And it and they're, and they're not they're not uh, racially diverse. They're attacking white, black, Hispanic, Asian, young, old. It don't matter. They don't care. So Daniel Penny 
manned up and said, enough is enough, and choked this motherfucker out. Did he deserve to die? Probably not. Did he deserve to be stopped? Most definitely. Most definitely. We've got to get past the point of hurting people's feelings. Fuck your feelings. Period. Fuck your wokeness. Fuck whatever. You want to be gay? Be gay. You want to be trans? Be trans. If you want to fuck dudes and chicks, by all means, knock yourself out. I don't need to know about it. I don't need to be seen and told and told I have to be inclusive and diversified and all this other bullshit. I don't need to do that. You are yet but a small percentage of the population. I don't give a fuck about you as much as you don't give a fuck about me. And with that being said, guys, <laughs> it's Wednesday, May 17th. Happy, uh, what was it called again? Happy uh, International Day Against Homophobia, Transphobia, and Biphobia. I think we covered it all today. <laughs> you guys have a great day. Make sure to follow us on social media at Don't Tread on America or on our website, Don't Tread America, don't, don't Tread on America.com. And uh, guys, please, whatever podcast app you're listening to this on, follow the show, subscribe. And uh, it's been my pleasure to serve you. I will be back on Friday. You guys have a great day. And uh, we'll talk again real soon. See you later.